Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello, it's so good to have you today. Let me tell you something that's just a little bit uncomfortable, and it stems from from my personality, and I'm ashamed to say it a little bit. Have you ever been late to your own meeting? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I had the guys show up this morning at 630 because I have a lot of stuff going on today, and every one of them are wait, down here waiting on me uh, when I rolled in about 639. I'm sorry, guys. That's uncomfortable for me, and we'll I, I apologize. It's all good. We'll, we'll go ahead and uh, pray for your uh, tardiness not occurring again. I would appreciate <laughs> that. Right. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you, and uh, most importantly, Lord, we thank you for your grace because we know without that, Lord, uh, we are some broken dudes, and uh, our nation is as well, and uh, we need to seek you. Uh, help us to seek you. Let our words uh, be your words through our mouths, Lord, that uh, bring people to you and the light that you share, that encourage others. Uh, thank you for these uh, men that sit here at this table and what they mean to me and uh, all of our listeners that uh, are listening today or in the future, Lord. Just bless them and uh, let them seek you. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 I, I want to go back to that intro. I kind of said that like this is my show. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Have you no, Ever had guys be late to your own meeting? You were just this the is one, not my meeting. You were the one who said we better start at this time. You guys knew that, yes. and I want to make sure the listener knew that. <laughs> I ain't running this show. No, the Lord is no doubt. All right, so I'm gonna start out by reading some verses, and uh, I'm gonna read it like a daggum action movie because that's that's what it is. Yep, cool. This is Exodus fourteen five through fourteen. Let me check that and make sure. Yes, that is it. I woke up this morning and saw these verses, and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Here we go. When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, the mind of the Pharaoh and his servants was changed towards the people, and they said, What is this we have done so that we have let Israel go from serving us? So he made ready his chariot and took his army with him, and took 600 chosen chariots and all the other chariots of Egypt with officers over all of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he pursued the people of Israel while the people of Israel were going out defiantly. The Egyptians pursued them, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and his horsemen and his army, and overtook them and camped by the sea, by Pharaoh in front of Baal-Saphon. When Pharaoh drew, drew near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were mar marching after them, and they feared greatly. And the people of Israel cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us, bringing us out of Egypt? Is not this what we said to you in Egypt? Leave us alone so that we may serve the Egyptians, for it would have 
been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. And Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you only have to be silent. Wow. The verse this morning was, the Lord will fight for you, and you only have to be silent. Shut up. (laughs) I love it. Shut up. Yep. Now, don't. This resonates with me because I'm going through it. (laughs) (laughs) When we go through trials and tribulations, we seem to want to tell everybody about our trials and tribulations. Now, I'm not saying... I want to be. I want to be clear that, like you guys, as my brothers in this room, like I will talk to you and approach you. And when we're going through tough things in in my life and uh, my wife's life, and those things that I bring to you, very honestly and humbly. But I'm saying outside of that, okay, outside of your core group, when we go through trials and tribulations. Man, I had a rough day. You want to get uncomfortable? We talked about culture the other day. We talked about culture and, and my business and, and what it what it meant uh, to to model our business after Jesus and what He did in with His twelve disciples and and servant leadership and mentoring and all those things. Get uncomfortable. We went from four employees to two. Full, for full-time employees too. It's uncomfortable. It really is. But God is working. And in these moments of, of hard times, what are we doing to honor Him? What are we doing to put our faith in Him and to rely on Him to know that He has shown me that I've brought you through this before, I'll bring you through it again, but you gotta trust in me. You gotta know, you gotta trust in my timing. God doesn't have to give us his plan. And it's hard. But if we trust in him and we make it through those dips, those valleys, it's he's gonna make us stronger for it, and our relationship with him is gonna continue to grow. I I really I want to just talk about like we're going to go back to mindset today. We talk about mindset a ton, all the time. I feel like you know, 80% of what we talk about is mindset. It's, huge. it's It's absolutely huge. So what makes us who we are? What specifically, how do we change the mindset that we have that when we're going through struggles, that it's not, we don't wake up like today, I'm tired. So we don't wake up and say, oh, I'm tired. Poor pitiful me. Uh, my life is rough. Why do I have to go through all these struggles? Oh, goodness gracious. I don't know, another day, man, I'm going to have to deal with this person. I know I got this on my plate and all these things going on. Listen, I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's just relegated to, to guys that run and women that run businesses. No. I think that is common for everybody. I think you go right to the verses you just read and the thing that jumps out to me so – the Israelites are 
leaving Pharaoh, he's let them leave. And if you remember that, there was several back and forth, and then he finally let Moses take the Israelites and lead them. As Pharaoh's men on chariots and horses and swords are, are charging them, you've got two distinct things going on. you got the Israelites. Where are they looking? They're looking at the behind, behind the, yeah. them, mm -hmm. at man. Where's Moses looking? To the Lord. Across, yeah. across the river. Yeah, he's like, you brought me here. I've, I've given everything I can to trust in you. You got to know a little back history on Moses. He was not your typical front-of-the-line leader. He knew he couldn't do it without the Lord. So he's got, and I heard something staggering the other day, and I may, I may be off on this, so I'm going to kind of round it. It's believed that how many Israelites were there at the Red Sea were in the millions. That's the crazy. Millions. And they're all freaking out looking at Pharaoh's people. They're basically saying, let us go back to being servants of the Egyptians. We would rather be lukewarm and secure than live for you. It's really what's happening. And I mean, gosh, how can I relate to that about every day in my life? You know, sure. choose comfort over uncomfortable for the Lord. So I think it's where are our eyes? It absolutely is. It's where are our eyes. Um, you know, those moments that you talk about, Shane, they, they, um, they hit us at different times in our lives. And if they just happen to hit us at a time, when we haven't fully surrendered to the Lord and we haven't uh, we haven't seen the Lord walk us through that struggle or walk us through that battle that we're going through in that moment, it's a whole lot harder. It's a, it's a whole lot harder to sit there like you talked about in the morning and say, you know, poor pitiful me, poor pit, you know, uh, you know, Oh, here we go again. Oh, what, whatever, whatever you're thinking in that moment. But when you've had, when you, when you have surrendered and, and, and what happens when we surrender guys is we, we surrender to the Lord and he starts to conform us to him. We, we, we become, we start becoming more like Christ in that moment. And, and, and whenever we, we start becoming more like him, we, we start understanding that our faith is what pulls us through those moments. Amen. And, and, and so when, when, we have, when we have those moments, like you're talking about, and, and once you surrender, that doesn't mean you stop having them. Mm -hmm. You may have them more. Mm -hmm. um, you, you likely will. You, you likely will because the devil's coming. The devil's coming. He's like, hey, this guy's got some traction over here. I've got to I got to put some water on the floor. Mm -hmm. I got to put something that it's just going to slip him up, mm -hmm. slip her up. And and so he's he's coming after us harder, but we we know where to turn because we have surrendered and we've seen the Lord pull us out of that gutter and and so it's like we've gotten pulled out, we've gotten pulled out and oh we just fell back down again. And, and I feel like the more that after that point of surrender, after we dedicated our lives to the Lord and, and, and decided to follow Jesus, I feel like that those gutter moments become shorter. 
I feel like that. I feel like that. Uh, I mean, and I mean, hey, we're 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 all about the uncomfortable truth here. You know, that's why we named this podcast. Shane, you're talking about it. I mean, I've had those moments in the last two days. I mean, of of just slipping back a little bit, you know, and it's like, okay, Lord. I, I'm not sure what you got for me here. I'm not sure what what this what what the reasoning is before before this. More than likely, it's because of my stupidity and my you know <laughs> my my uh my. I, I wasn't gonna say amen there. Yeah, you, you can. <laughs> I was you just can. thinking about myself. Amen. It was for me as an amen. There used to be sure. a guy in a church we used to go to, and when the preacher would make a good point, he'd go. Amen. It startled you. <laughs> he sat right behind us. So I started doing it too. He'd say it and then I'd say, Amen. Hey, it's it, awesome. We have a man in our church that says, uh, and it, it makes me uncomfortable, but then again, I think, Am I bold enough to proclaim, proclaim Jesus' will over me? I'm not. I'm right. not going to yell out in church. And, and I'm not saying anything crazy. I'm just saying, He just says, Help us, Lord. That's right. And I'm like, God, what a simple thing. Yeah. And he's got a lot more gray hairs than me, and, and he's told me he's been through the fire many times. Yep. And he's like, my strength comes from him. I don't care who knows. Help us. Just this morning, um, I was uh, my alarm went off at 530, and uh, I was laying there in bed, and I, I hit snooze a couple times. And <clears throat> probably finally I turned it off at like 545. Then I fell back asleep. And um, then um, – at, I, I don't know, I was feeling, I was like, man, I need to just text those guys and tell them that I, I'm just too wore out. I'm too tired. Yeah. I'm too tired. And then uh, at, I fell back asleep at six o'clock. The Lord woke me up and he had a, he had a, uh, a message for me. It was get your lazy butt out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get on this podcast and get the word out. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's so easy. I feel like it's such um, it's just our human nature to waller in our in our pity and our sorrow and uh, and to not look to the Lord for for help. And um, I know I've been guilty many many times. And um, it's so uh, when we're in the midst of these trials and tribulations, we want to do what we want to do what we want to do. You know, it's it's all it's about it's about us and what makes me feel better. And um, and we want to go, in, you know, and tell everybody, you know, uh, at least I do. I want to. Uh, you you're searching for yeah, the answers I'm, from everybody else yeah, yeah. rather than it, where we should amen. be. That's exactly that's exactly right, you know, and, and instead of leaning on the Lord the way He wants us to, you know, um, in you know, the, in those situations. Uh, our pastor Sunday got very blunt and said, "If you're doing anything that isn't getting cross checked by the Bible, you're not leading a life that God called you to lead." The answers are all right there. I mean, He just right. laid the smack down. And what I took that as is exactly what we're talking about. There, there, are we stressed? It's in the Bible. Are we excited? It's in the Bible. Are we running from something? It's in the Bible. Are we being attacked? It's in the Bible. There's no, Obi, you brought this up a while back. There is nothing that you cannot, almost like uh, finding the answers in the back of the book, mm -hmm. there's nothing you cannot find in the Bible mm -hmm. at all. But how many times, and this is what he said, and I'm guilty. And we let that Bible sit up on that shelf and collect dust and gone and run to everybody and told them our problems and got a worldly view of how to handle it mm -hmm. instead of 
a godly concrete answer. All the all the more reason to surround yourself with godly men and women that are going to point you to that whenever you think that you need to go to yes. people. Yes. You think you think I need to I need to seek counsel from people who can give me the answers that I need to overcome whatever trial I'm going through. And then those people, if you're surrounding yourself with the right people, are like, you don't need to come to me. You need to go to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, you know, that's well, I think those those people in your life will say right then, hey, let's pray. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that. And that's them saying, oh, have you talked to God about this? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not your I'm not your intermediary to God. Mm-hmm. That's Jesus. You know, I can I can guide you. And I think it's a it's a it's a perfect point that we're brought as believers. We're called to share the word with non-believers. What better way to exhibit that when we're going through trials and we do something that 99% of the world won't do? Yeah. So Look, it's I'm going to go true. get on my knees and pray to the Lord on what do you want me to see here? And I'm going to read my Bible. I felt like a lot of it is habitual. I feel like that, um, you know, we, we develop these habits um, for years and years and years and years of what we do whenever trial mm-hmm. comes and what we do whenever fear mm-hmm. creeps into our lives and when it does it turns to another fear and we allow it to turn to another fear and because that's our habit mm-hmm. our habit has always been to allow that fear to take hold and and to control us in a way that is going to create more angst and perpetuate more, and more fear mm-hmm. and so if again if, if, if you have surrendered to the Lord and you and you have um, the faith in God that that you know uh, you need to have in order to overcome all of these trials not just fear anything any trial we can overcome through the Lord so if our habit is to you know what in that moment you may have a lapse you may have a, you may have a smaller lapse you know and but in that moment you're like I gotta, I gotta get in the Word. I gotta seek the Lord. I gotta get right with the Lord uh, because you know, you it, it. We've seen it, you know. We've seen it so many times where those moments happen, and the longer we wait to get back in line, the mm-hmm. long the the worse it gets. The, the bigger qu- obstacle. The, the quicker we get back in line with the Lord, the the quicker that we overcome this trial. It's such a really cool thing, but we've got to develop the habit of getting there quicker. Do y'all know anybody that just has no fear? Like, I mean, I'm talking in every aspect of their life from A to Z, they live a life with zero fear of anything. Uh, like Winston I mean, John, his son, <laughs> but, his youngest. That, <laughs> Leah, you know, the medical background from Leah, there's only two fears we're born with. And that's the fear of uh, loud noises and the fear of falling. Isn't that weird? Like the, those two, so we and, we accumulate and everything, everything else, else is just a learned fear. Yeah, that's right. Wow. That's a great. I mean, that's really. I remember us yeah, touching I, on I, that talk yeah, a while back. Yeah, yeah, that's that is nuts, man. I mean, when you really think about it. Yeah, I guess I feel like it's a perfect time to tell a quick story. Yes, we love stories. Right. Please tell us. <laughs> Yesterday, I picked up our uh, fifth wheel camper, <laughs> boogieing down the road. I have this lady pull up beside me. I'm rolling about seventy five, 
and she's waving me down, pointing to the back, and that's never a good Sewer sign. Sewer tank was open. No, that's <laughs> that, that could have happened. Uh, I wouldn't put it past our vi- adventures of Kepper. Uh, we've had some good ones. We've uh, already had the past some. couple of days. But I just want you guys to know how much of a blessing that y'all have been for me and how this podcast blesses me and things we learn. Um, so I immediately know something's not right, but it's got two tires on each side. So if I have a flat, I can't necessarily fill it because the other tires are holding the weight. Well, I pull over, sure enough, tire has blown, okay, just one, and I'm about a half a mile from the Love's exit in Greenwood, and I go, I can either stay on the side of I-20, which if anybody's been on the side of I-20, it is quite nerve-wracking, no matter how far you are off. I'm like, I am one person not paying attention away from going to see Jesus (laughs) and not knowing it, okay, so I'm like, I can't stay here. Leah would tell you. That in those moments, normally, I would start justifying all the reasons to be ticked off. <laughs> yeah. Okay, she wouldn't say it that way. She'd say it more lovingly. Why, hey, Obi, why is that so funny? <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> it's just funny. We're all laughing because yeah. we know. It's yeah. either, if it's, we not all you, if it's not you, it's your spouse. And you can, yeah. you can relate to someone, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yep. No, I got tickled because you thought it was so funny. <laughs> yeah. So I put along to the loves. I'm getting a place where I'm not in the way. And I I always go back to the story you told about what he got for me, God. And when I remember to do that, it never ceases to amaze me how awesome God is. <laughs> okay, not that something always happens. I'm just saying our heart, okay, just we're in a better place mentally. In a better place. So yeah. I called Leah, I said, hey, be on standby. i just taken the jack out of the truck. <laughs> That's another story. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I walk into Love's, and I ask the nice guy, and he says, yeah, let me get my manager. Manager shakes my hand, says, hey, we've got a bunch of heavy equipment back here. Let me go get a three-ton jack. Man, you're a lifesaver. Thank you. Keeps Leah from having to bring. We had friends over, kids over. So we come out there. So long story short, fast forward an hour, I meet Derek, and I meet Cody. Well, Cody is a mechanic who Shane and I – our business ventures that we're in together are looking for some stand-up employees that Cody fits the bill 100%. Derek is an official that officiates basketball over in this area, knows a lot of the same people, lives close to there, and they just they pour into me, not for any other reason than that they want to help. And we're able to talk about the Lord directly or indirectly. I get their numbers, they text me, I call Shane, and I'm like, man, I had a blowout, and it's so much more fun <laughs> to be excited when something doesn't go the way that we wish it would have. And I thought to Which myself. Which is totally counterintuitive. No doubt. You know, I mean, it's just. No doubt. Yeah. Who thinks that way? No, but, nope. I don't typically. Right. I can tell you that. And how much better it just, not that it always will, but that it made my day because I was able to say, Lord, I was focused on things driving down that road that at the end of the day, they weren't going to make that big a difference, and they really weren't focused on him. And I got just re- reminded about it. It's about relationships and who we connect with. Sure. So I was able to share the podcast with him and a lot of other things. And, you know, I'm sure I have a feeling we'll talk to these guys again at some point. But your mind has to be willing to see what God has for there, you. There is no doubt about it. I, I can remember whenever I was in college and uh, I turned into this neighborhood on my way to uh, the courthouse athletic club to go work out. And um, there was an older gentleman in front of me in like a 
oh gosh, uh, just one big long box of a car. And uh, anyway, a Buick Lesabre. He was probably. going probably. And he was going really slow, and I and I remember I was I was angry. Um, it made me mad. A side uh, coming out of a side street, uh, a group of kids are going a hundred miles an hour. Not not a hundred, but they were probably going. 50, uh, and we were in a 30 residential neighborhood area, and they sideswiped this guy, and uh, it didn't kill him, but it, it spun him around, it shook him up, it was a it was a horrible deal, and um, ever since that happened, you know, it's really just made me check myself whenever somebody pulls out in front of me. I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe that guy kept me from dying that day, you know? Um, you just, you never know what God's plan is, and um you know, <clears throat> our human nature is to get angry whenever somebody pulls out in front of you. You don't, you don't ever look at or think about, man. Maybe God's keeping me out of a bad accident. Yeah. And uh, you know, um, gosh, you know, I, I, my wife gets so mad at, <laughs> at the four way stop and yeah. at, the, at these different you know places whenever uh, whenever somebody pulls out in front of her. And that is exactly my my human nature to get to get the same way. And then I always think back on that moment and, and, you know, and then I'll work on her and I'm talking to her about, you know, he, it could really be a situation where God is, you know, what do you have for me? What Mm -hmm. what are you keeping me out of? And uh, I think whenever we look at it in that light and give those thoughts to the Lord, whenever we're that upset or angry about something, it just changes the whole dynamic. Our blood pressure goes down. I believe it, I believe we live longer, you know, because we choose to give those thoughts to the Lord uh, in those moments of uh, what a lot of people perceive as this horrible situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, you got to find the good in it, you know. No doubt. Yeah. When so, when when I've gone through these trials before, and for a long time, I felt sorry for myself for a long time, so long that I didn't even realize what I was doing. Okay, the Lord's opened up my eyes to this situation. But what I say is, no, you got to know that God has something big for you after that dip, after that valley, whatever that wall is. And we got to trust in the same God that's allowing us to go through that valley to get us through it, yeah. to show us something big. Yeah, amen. What we always say about our, you know, our if we're trying to seek the Lord, our test should become testimony. Yeah. Should. And, um, you know, I think as believers, one thing that I've really, I've, I've been reading one chapter of Acts a day for the, for the last 29 days. I think there's 29 chapters. And the thing that I really take away from Paul, which is kind of becoming my favorite person in the Bible, is that he finds peace and contentment in doing God's will, even if it's not going the way he wants it to go. He was imprisoned all the time. And he said, I've learned to live a life of contentment in God. You I know? mean, I, that, that just speaks perfectly to what to what we're talking about. Um, you know, I, mean, I believe that when you are in alignment with the Lord, we talk, we, we talk about that a lot. We talk about being in alignment with the Lord and you're being obedient and you're, and you're getting into his word and you're seeking that relationship and you're drawing near to the Lord, those moments become shorter and shorter and shorter. And eventually, I believe, and Paul's testament to it, eventually it doesn't matter 
if you're rotting away in prison, mm-hmm. you're still glorifying the Lord. Amen. You know yeah. what I mean? Woo, yeah. Buddy, preach. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. The, the promises of God through Paul's life are a testament to what you just said. Like, I mean, we continue to, to no doubt, trust in Jesus. And I just I, let's, let's just break that down for just a second. Paul was in jail. <laughs> That's right. He was in jail. What do you do in jail? In their jail, in their time, is different. Tied up in chains. Yes. He had different variances of how he was jailed. I know in one time he's shackled and and stretched. Yes. Uncomfortable. Not only is he in jail, he can't do anything, he's physically uncomfortable as well. Mm. You know, so. All right, guys, thanks for listening to us today. We really appreciate you being here. If you would, hit that subscribe button. That'll help us reach more people for Jesus. Share this podcast with somebody that you know that would benefit from it, which is all of your buddies, not because of us, but because of of the Lord and uh, how he works through whatever we're doing. Uh, he He can gain the glory through that. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.